welcome to Raceroo Radio. My name is Ryan Painter, and outside of my family, my two biggest passions are racing and fitness. In these episodes, I like to talk about fitness ideas, stories, and concepts that can hopefully reach out to people and give them some ideas on how they can start or continue their fitness journeys. I aim to get people more active off of their phones outside and enjoying life instead of sitting inside on their couches watching TV leading unhealthy lifestyles. I will also sometimes talk about racing. Most of the time we're going to be talking about NASCAR because I love NASCAR and I've been in the industry since 2007, but sometimes we'll also talk about Formula One and maybe even some World of Outlaws or some other series. And heck, sometimes I might even throw in something that's off of those topics just because I feel like I want to talk about it. I can't wait to get into this episode, so with that being said, let's get started. We finished the F1 season with the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix uh, this past weekend, and uh, I want to start by saying Abu Dhabi, uh, it, it, I related a little bit to Homestead like we have in in NASCAR scene, uh, where it just seems like, yeah, that's the place we need to be ending the season. Uh, like For all the other nice racetracks that there are, like we don't want to finish in China. We don't want to finish in the United States. We don't want to finish in Mexico. Abu Dhabi seems about the right place to do it. It's a very, very nice-looking track. Uh, the drivers seem to enjoy it. Um, Yas Marina is just beautiful. Uh, but the only problem with it is, uh, for as nice as it is, uh, it, it just doesn't seem to, to promote the racing, I think, that it they designed it to do. Um, those races, uh, I know we say this about F1 quite a bit, but Abu Dhabi does tend to be kind of one of those tracks where it's like, lights out, give them a lap or two, and they, they kind of, that's basically it. Um, but, uh, for, for saying that, I mean, the, the only other one I can think of that was pretty good was 2016, where Hamilton was winning and tried to back the field up to get people to pass Rosberg so he could, uh, to pass Rosberg there, and so he could win the championship, and didn't work. Rosberg ended up winning and retiring. But uh, other than that, up until yesterday, it doesn't seem to usually be that thrilling of a race. I thought that yesterday was pretty good. Um, helped a little bit with that virtual safety car turned into a full-on safety car, kind of stacked the field up a little bit there. Um, but what I've actually learned, uh, you know, the the top three it seems like if you ignore the fact that you're gonna be having Verstappen, Hamilton, and Botas or whoever's driving those McLaren cars uh, I'm sorry Mercedes cars uh, if you ignore them fourth to tenth ends up being pretty good a lot of times there's there's a lot of dicing up back there between Perez and Sainz and Stroll and Danny Rick and those guys seem to dice it up a lot better than the battle for the lead um and there was some good entertaining racing back there at the front of the pack anyway though uh Max Verstappen goes clinches his second win of the year uh tying Lazari Botas for uh their totals on the year just wasn't quite enough for Max to uh to get that second place in the championship race um and had they not had had Max not had his problems last week, uh, it might have been enough because Max 
very well might have went and won last week as well with Hamilton not being in there. Um, didn't quite work out for him, and it seemed that finished the season kind of predictably, like I think anyone would have guessed. Hamilton wins, Botas second, and Max a close third, and then distantly everyone else. So now we head off into the offseason in what's been a very unique year for Formula One. Uh, they did very well in kind of breaking some of their norms to be able to uh, to put on at least the majority of the season. Um, I think they came up a few races short of their norm, but doing back-to-back weekends at the same location, uh, having to cancel several races, trying out new venues that they didn't anticipate to going, uh, it ended up being a, a better year than I would have guessed. Uh, but heading into the offseason, I think this is going to be a very interesting offseason. Um, they have one more year until they are potentially going on a salary cap and, and changing cars, similar to what we're doing in NASCAR. They're, they've got a lot of things going on, and it's probably going to be a weird transition year, get to that next, uh, you know, the, the next year kind of thing. Um, and a lot more movement than I feel like we're, we're accustomed to in Formula One. Uh, even at Red Bull, Alex Albon came on pretty strong there at the end of the year. But he did finish 7th, uh, where Max finished 3rd and very well could have finished 2nd. And uh, obviously has not shown the same speed as Max. So it's very possible Albon could be on the move if he does. I would expect him to go to the AlphaTauri because I think he's still uh, still talented enough that they may want to keep him around. But uh, both drivers could possibly be out at AlphaTauri, even with Gasly's win this year. Um, a lot of things had to happen for him to get that win. Um, and I don't quite think that they're happy with Gasly or Kvyat. Uh, they could both be on the move. We already know uh, Danny Rick's moving over to McLaren from Renault. Uh, Fernando Alonso's coming back to be at Renault. You got, I think, Science is moving to Ferrari. Yeah, I had to double-check that one. Uh, Science to Ferrari for next year. Vettel's uh, plans, I think, are still up in the air. I haven't heard anything about him. Haas is getting two new drivers. Um, there, even some speculation about Mercedes uh, moving off of Botas, maybe even Hamilton going and trying something different, although I, I doubt that at least until he gets his uh, his eighth championship. Um, have to imagine there might be some movement over at Williams. Uh, no, no team is completely safe for next year is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and with that being said, I, I think uh, the team to look out for the most, the most interesting team to follow next year will be Ferrari. Like we know Mercedes is going to be good. You know that Red Bull, at least Max, is going to be good. And whoever they may put in that second car, Sergio Perez, um, probably is going to be the next competitive car. But Ferrari this year, uh, for the last several years, it's been, they've kind of been the top, the big three. Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull have been the top three. And this year, Ferrari uh, wasn't even close. And matter of fact, they had a total of three podiums, two with Leclerc and one with Vettel. Uh, 
they finished, I think it was seventh in, in the constructors' points, and most of that on the back of Leclerc getting, you know, fifth to tenth place points. Uh, just not what we're accustomed to seeing out of them. I would, uh, I got my eyes on them next year to see how they rebound from a really, really tough year. Um, and, and to see how Vettel does wherever he lands with, uh, the, the absolutely terrible year. Finished 13th in points this year. That's not what we expect from a former, uh, guy who was the Hamilton before Hamilton. He, uh, he very well could be that person at seven championships right now, and, uh, right now we're looking at him as kind of like, it does he still have it? He's still pretty young, so, uh, definitely interested to see how he turns out next year but let's be honest uh I, I don't think anyone anticipates anything different as far as just a mer dominance from Mercedes next year you don't go from either winning or having the best car at a good 95 percent of these races to having somebody compete with you on a race to race basis I would expect them to go out dominate again next year and uh, maybe Red Bull closes the gap a little bit with, uh, with Max, but unless they get another driver that can close the gap to Max, I don't really see Red Bull as being that serious a competitor for next year. And one more thing of note, uh, I found this really interesting. Um, at the end of the race, uh, this past weekend, obviously Max... Uh, took his way right to the paddock to uh, get on his get on the podium there, um, park in his winner's position. Uh, Botas and uh, Hamilton out there doing burnouts on the front stretch to celebrate their uh, Hamilton's championship and their collective constructors' championship again. Um, but then, uh, unexpectedly, Kevin Magnuson out there doing some burnouts just because. In his uh, his what we anticipate being his final Formula One uh, start, uh, seems like he is he doesn't have a ride for next year and may have some other things in his life planned. So um, for all those drivers who are moving on, uh, wishing them the best of luck. It sounds like uh, Grosjean's out. Uh, Magnussen doesn't have anything. Um, Sergio Perez doesn't have anything, which is, I know I said it last week, it's a damn crime, the dude was the best of the rest, I mean, we knew coming in, the Mercedes drivers and Max, top three, unquestioned, but who was in fourth, Perez, who doesn't have a ride, Perez, I'm going to start, I'm going to keep barking up this tree until the dude gets a ride, because uh, I think he is, he's definitely the fourth most talented guy out there, he's shown it all year, so, um, We'll, we'll see how that goes for him. But, uh, yeah, best of luck wishing to, uh, to all those guys who are stepping out in their next endeavors. And uh, got some new, fresh people coming in and back in with Alonzo. We'll see how that turns out as well. So uh, that's signing off F1 uh, until March for next year. And uh, we'll talk about some other stuff, maybe some football soon. Catch you later next time. Bye.